from the newsroom of South Coast Today, this is ST Speaks, a podcast diving deeper into the news of the day and covering hot-button issues that matter to you. You're listening to ST Speaks. Welcome to Courtside with Kurt. I'm news editor Jennifer Driscoll, and I'm here with reporter Kurt Brown. And I'm Kurt Brown. It's nice to see you, Jennifer. Nice to see you. We're doing back-to-back podcasts today. Yes, we are. So today, for this one, we're going to move back into our groove. Right. Uh, We're going to discuss the case of Manuel Perez, Mm -hmm. who is being held in a road rage incident Mm -hmm. where he's accused of aggressively following a vehicle and later striking the driver. Mm Mm-hmm. So Mr. Perez faces charges of assault and battery with a dangerous weapon. Correct. The dangerous weapon. Correct. (laughs) And here are a few key details to keep in mind as we're talking about this case. Uh, The victim is a 31-year-old New Bedford woman who was dropping off two children at two schools in New Bedford while this is happening. And Mr. Perez is a stranger. He doesn't know her. So these two people, it's just completely random. Which is what I find to be creepy about the whole thing. Yeah, it it sure is, and that's uh, it's. And all the New Bedford uh, Police Department's applications for cr- criminal complaints, which I get at the courthouse, they'll mention what the relationship is between the uh, victim and the. Uh, Suspect. Def- right, defendant yeah. or the suspect. And this one just jumped up right out at me because it's scary. It says stranger. It just says the word stranger. In other words, they have nothing between them. Uh, there's no common link between them. Mm-hmm. Um, so this incident happened. It started on uh, April 11th uh, at... Uh, Early in the morning. About around 8 o'clock, uh, Hathaway Road and Shamden Avenue. Um now, his car was in front of her at that point. Correct. Uh, and he was upset that he felt that she was following him uh, too closely. And yeah. meanwhile, she said he was driving strangely. Uh, I think that is after it. After? Okay. Uh, after the, the, because they have an interaction here that, that he gets out of his car, he leans on her uh, vehicle, and he punches it. Uh, and he yell is yelling at her, and that's while the two children are while in the car. While the two children are in the car, yes. Um, so then he, um, she leaves, and he aggressively follows her with the two children in the vehicle. Mm. Uh, he, she proceeds to the Lincoln School, where she drops off uh, one child. Now, we do not know if the children are her children or not. Mm-hmm. We would assume they are, but we don't know. There's nothing in the police report which says her children. True. She could have been doing it for a friend or Correct. whatever. Uh, and then she proceeds to the uh, Nomandan Middle School, where she drops off the second child. She leaves the Nomandan Middle School, and he is still following her. Mm-hmm. Now, now, let's back up a little bit here because he has had, if you just look through this, he's had several opportunities to end his his actions. Mm-hmm. One, he could have done it um, 
right after it happened. Another, he could have done it after um, he, uh, uh, she dropped off this, uh, the child at Lincoln. Uh, then he could have done it when she dropped off a child at Nomandon. But he is still behind her. Uh, she's getting very concerned. She calls her boyfriend on her cell phone. Because now she's going home. Now, and, she and he's still following to, her. And he's still following her. Correct. Um, then the, um, the road rage incident culminates when she arrives um, at her home on Bode Street. Her boyfriend and her boyfriend's friend come out and... Uh, she gets out of her vehicle. He speeds up his car and hits her. Uh, she falls to. She lunges at his car because she says that she was fearful of getting knocked to the ground and then and run over uh, and run over and dragged. And um, the medics arrive and they transport her to the trauma center, which is Rhode Island Hospital. Mm-hmm because they're fearful of head and neck injuries, or the potential of head and neck injuries. Uh, according mm-hmm. to the pol- police report, she only suffered minor injuries. Mm. Um, and at that point, did he stay after that happened? Or he later went to the North End He went End to the North station. End Police Station. At some point during mm-hmm. this whole incident, he had called police. The call, the call was routed to the state police, but then sent to New Bedford. And that's a story for another day about mm. 911 calls. And cell and, phones. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so he goes to the North End Station, and uh, he speaks with the police. So... Um, his version is slightly different. But, his, but before we get to his mm-hmm. version, um, she had the presence of mind to uh, take out her cell phone and to take a video. Mm. And before that, she is transported to Rhode Island Hospital, she shows police uh, the video, which uh, shows him getting out of his car at Hathaway Road and Shaman Avenue, and uh, this is where the incident started, that he is upset, he leans over her vehicle, and he punches it. Mm-hmm. So... Now, fast forward to the North End Police Station. Um, Mr. Perez uh, first claims that uh, she hit him on... She uh, hit his car. She hit him ah. on uh, when he got out of his car. Uh, the police officer informs him that he has seen the video and that that is not true. And he says that the collision was very light. He finally says that he was not injured. Um, The um, police officer says to him, uh, gives him a word of advice and some wisdom that he what he should have done uh, when he felt that the woman was following him too closely was to take down her registration number, call the matter into the police, and let them conduct their own investigation. He then admits that it was a mistake. That that probably would have been the best idea. That would have been the best idea. The he did make the 911 call. 
Right. But according to the records, it's just said that he was going to the police station. He didn't actually say what was happening. It doesn't confirm what he said. And I've thought about this, too. From Mm -hmm. her point of view, she doesn't call the police. Mm -hmm. And I've thought about that, you know, as I'm driving with my kids. And if this had happened to me, what would I have done? Mm -hmm. And I could see why she did what she did, calling her boyfriend. Because you'd probably be so stunned. Mm-hmm. At, like, what is happening here? What is mm-hmm. going on? Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, okay, this guy is still here, still mm-hmm. following. He smacked my car. Uh, we've been to two schools now. Yes. Um, in the heat of the moment, I don't know if would have had enough. I can understand mm-hmm. not calling 911 or not driving right to the police station we haven't discussed this uh but it's happened to me a few times road rage incidents Mm. Uh, on one occasion i was in um, the area of somerset and swansea and uh, from just being a reporter for a long period of time uh, a situation persisted for longer than i thought it should have where somebody was right on my bumper and mm-hmm. revving the car up. And so I try, the, and I believe this, my memory is that there were no cell phones back then. <laughs> <laughs> so what I did was drive to the Swansea Police Department. Mm. And, uh, and, and then the person followed me to the Swansea Police Station uh, when he realized where he was. He backed <laughs> up his vehicle and uh, quickly sped away. I waited a few minutes, went into the police station, reported it to them, and after I felt things had calmed down, drove off. Mm. But anyway, that, I mean, the only way, the only reason I bring that up is that it came to mind, and it's one way to resolve a, potentially resolve a situation without involving anger or road rage. That's a good example. I can't think of an example, but just a few weeks ago, this happened to my husband. Uh, he was going to daycare, and a car was backing out, and he didn't have time to stop. If he had stopped, he would have been hit by the car backing out, so he just kind of zoomed around. Mm-hmm. You know, That was his uh, reaction to it. Zoomed around and then parked. And that car that backed out, uh, the woman driving it came up to him mm. and tried blocking his car. Oh, gee. And now she had kids in her car oh, no. and just starts, you know, railing on him about, I can't believe this. You hit me. You almost hit me. And my husband said, if I had stopped, you would have hit me. Mm. So let's just be grateful that. We didn't have an accident here, and we're not exchanging, you know, information. Information, and, yeah. And, and it just went on. And in, in that case, were they both strangers to each other? Yes. So she doesn't know who your husband is. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so that was creepy. That creeped him out a bit. Yeah, there's, there's so much anger in the world today. Yes. And it, it comes out in people's driving, and uh, it really should have some... Cooler heads should prevail. I've noticed it more. Yeah, um, I agree with you. Uh, since we've moved out here. Yeah. So we, you we New have... Englanders are hotheads. <laughs> yes, we. <laughs> uh. 
<laughs> I think it comes from living in tight quarters. That's my theory. I think and big families, people yell a lot. Yeah. That's I, my theory. Anyway, I think people from other parts of the country have a different <laughs> perspective that uh, <clears throat> about the world and are able to handle things in a much more calmer fashion that uh, us in New England should emulate. <laughs> So, so what happened to Mr. Perez? So uh, He did have a dangerousness hearing. Uh, that is correct. Uh, um, he, the dangerousness hearing was on Monday. Um, the judge uh, found him dangerous uh, and uh, ordered uh, him to post $2,000 cash bail or a surety in the amount of $20,000 difference is that 2000 is cash 20000 can be property valued at uh, $20,000 or more um, uh, the like judge, a house or maybe even a car uh, yeah. depending on prices now mm. the judge also ordered him to stay away have no contact with the victim uh, placed him on a GPS monitoring device and uh, placed him on home confinement. And the interesting thing is the court records, usually with home confinement, they'll say home confinement 6 p.m. to 6 a.m. Um, to allow the person to um, go to work. In this case, it simply says home confinement. So he's from the court records, he's there 24-7. Hmm. Um, we try to... Um, so we called the Bristol County Health and Correction, and he was released on uh, Tuesday. Uh, he posted bail, was fitted with a GPS, and is now on home confinement. Um, we tried to reach out to the victim, uh, both for the purposes of this podcast as well as uh, a story in the Standard Times, and, and there was no answer. Uh, no answer. Mm-hmm. So... And his next court date is uh, May 21st. May 21st, correct, yeah. And um, these conditions are, are going to last now for four months. Mm. So this will be a big dent in his personal life. Absolutely. This is an example of things getting out of hand. Very much so, yeah. It, cooler heads should have pre- prevailed much sooner on this and um, this is I think we both have used the word creepy and it it is creepy but it certainly could have been worse absolutely and you can see how it played out from both sides I can and I think the officer's advice is probably the best along the way that if someone's tailgating you Mm. if there's weird driving we hear this a lot on the scanner people will call things in just call 911 call 911 if it's possible um, pull over get a license plate number um, and and maybe go to the police station if you have time or call it in Mm -hmm. Um, and now with most cell phones you could just voice activate and ask for directions Mm. because you may not know where the police station is that's true you're much more techie than i am (laughs) (laughs) i'm also terrible with directions so i use it a lot (laughs) Uh, all right 
Okay. Well, we'll see what happens. We in will. This case. Yeah, we'll be following this one, and uh, we'll see what happens as it makes its way uh, through the courts. Well, thank you for joining us today on Courtside with Kurt. For more on this case, visit southcoasttoday.com and follow Kurt on Twitter at Kurt Brown underscore SCT. Thank you, Jennifer, very much. Thank you, Kurt.